Welcome to the UAC podcast. UAC was founded to create a place where the most successful chiropractors from different backgrounds and from around the world could come together to mastermind and create lasting friendships. Our profession is unique and surrounding yourself with a genius inside of UAC is a formula to grow personally and professionally into the life you have always known you are capable of achieving. Welcome to Chiropractic's Brain Trust. Welcome, Heather Smith, to our UAC hot seat, and we're so excited to have you today. I can't wait to do this interview with you. Um, Heather, tell us just a little bit about where you're from and um, when like, when you started coming to UAC. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm Heather. I am from Cheyenne, Wyoming, so my husband and I have a practice here in Cheyenne. We've been in practice for a little over 11 years. And we joined the UAC in May of 2020. So fun. How, how has this been an add to, to your life? And you, I know you, you and your husband are both, are both chiropractors, right? So you get to like be in this together. What's, what's this done for you guys? Yeah, it's funny that you asked that, Steph, because for the longest time, one of our goals as a couple was to be in the UAC. Like when we were three years in, we were like, someday we want to qualify for the UAC. And so when the time came, actually, Dr. Stephen Franson uh, referred us and sent us a text. It was like, you guys need to apply. You're ready. And so it was this really cool moment for us where during the That's, year of 2020. Sorry, guys. That was so oh. weird. I complete. I just it just disconnected me. And okay. I think I'm the one that's recording. So I think we have, Oh, to start we can read. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know what happened. That was weird. It just, I didn't touch no any. Worries. Okay. Take two. Here we go. <laughs> Take two. Welcome to the UAC hot seat. We have Heather Smith today. Um, Heather, so excited to have you today. Like just tell us a little bit about like where you're from and also like when you started UAC. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Heather Smith and I am in Cheyenne, Wyoming. My husband and I have been in practice here for just over 11 years. Um, really excited to share with you guys today and just talk to you guys. Uh, my so Marley and I had set out goals uh, when we were like three years in practice. And it's really funny. One of the goals was to be invited to the UAC. It was always something we really knew we wanted to be a part of. And it was 2020. And Dr. Stephen Franson sent us a text and said, hey, you guys need to apply for this. You're ready. And it just was awesome. Um, so that was 2020 in May. And we applied immediately and came to that event in Austin and it felt really good because that was the year of, you know, everything was just shutting down. People were uh, closing down. And it was when, when we got to the UAC, it was like we were with our people. We were with people we could trust. We were with people who thought just like us. And we were truly with our tribe. So looking back, it was the perfect time for us to join. I remember doing your intake call at the time. We had a board member that would hop on and speak with prospective new members. And um, I'll never forget it. I was like, I pulled into my driveway and I was sitting in my garage and we were just having the best conversation. And I hung up just knowing immediately that you guys were going to be such a great addition to our group. And that was 2020. Oh man, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, that that was the time period. So you guys have been members for three years. Um, yeah. 
Great state Other- of Wyoming, as you mentioned. Um, what? Talk a little bit into that because how long? How many years have you and Marley been married? And um, we we definitely have those great couples in the UAC. You're one of them. So talk a little bit about how that works for you guys. What are your secrets and successes in making that work? Yeah, I love that, Lynn. So Marley and I actually went to chiropractic school together. We met in undergrad. Um, and we ended up getting married at, in eighth trimester. We both went to Palmer College in Davenport, Iowa. So we graduated as doctors as a married couple. Um, and we've been, so that was in 2011 that we got married and we graduated in February of 2012. And then we opened our first practice together um, in September, actually the end of September, early October of 2012. So our first five or six months, we were independent contractors at a clinic together. So we've worked together from literally, well, we've gone to college together and worked together since the day we met. And I'm super passionate about about talking about how to have a great relationship and also be a great business partner, but making sure to keep them separate. Mm. The three things I consistently hear from chiropractors is that I need a way to address issues I'm currently unable to address for patients, I need faster, longer-lasting results for patients, and more importantly, I need a way for another part of my practice to earn as much money or more money than my hands earn without me involved. Those are the three problems that Aspen Laser and Theralite solve better than any other modalities or lasers on the market. We fully understand that the best way to experience the true benefits and results of a laser is to see, touch, and use it in your own clinic on your own patients. Our offer is for you to line up 10 to 15 of your worst case scenario patients with problems that you currently aren't able to fully address or fix and let us treat all of those issues in one day. Our pledge is that we'll get 90% of your patients virtually pain-free into full mobility within 10 minutes of their very first visit. If you aren't significantly impressed with the results and if we don't significantly outperform the laser you're currently using, I'll give you $500 for wasting your day. To call and schedule your no-risk complimentary demo day, Call or text Mark Murdoch at 214-641-1827. Yeah. Do you, right. Should I talk more how about you, that? How do you, uh, how do you, how, what's your best practices for doing that? How do, how, you know, we always talk about here. It's like, don't do business in the, in the kitchen. You know, the old adage, yeah. you never bring it into the bedroom. We don't bring it into the kitchen. It stops at the front door because, you know, we've been married 21 years too, and you have to learn to compartmentalize. So what are your guys' best practices for that? Great question, Lynn. And I'm going to be 100% transparent here that I'm just now getting good at this. Mm. So for the first first several years of practice, it's we always used to tell people chiropractic isn't just what we do, it's who we are. And we let it seep into our home lives way too much, right? So we had our children born at home, like, like the chiropractors do. We didn't want to put them in daycare. So we brought them to work with us every single day until they were too old to be there. And we always, our lives always revolved around living well, family chiropractic. It was just, that was it. And to be honest, I've in this past year, specifically at the women's retreat, I just had this revelation that I, we needed to stop pouring more into our business than we pour into our marriage Mm. and not saying that our marriage was struggling or anything like that, but I just felt like the most important thing at that point in time needed to be our faith and our family and our business will follow suit. And so in the past month and a half, it's just been this refreshing feeling of, like you said, shutting it off before we even step foot in the house 
Um, we have, we have um, started our date nights again. We have our coffee breaks every single week again, being more intentional with making sure we kiss goodnight, speaking to each other's love languages. And honestly, doing the Enneagram together and going through that was super, super powerful. That's awesome. Yeah. What type yeah. is what type is Marley? Because I, I think you're a three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm an Enneagram eight. I'm a challenger. Oh, you're an eight. Okay. Yes. Eight and three. Uh-huh. Yep. What's Marley? Yep. He's an investigator. He's a five. Ah, yes. That's that just that intelligence that's under the radar, you know, like so, so totally. smart, so analytical. So cool. That is him to a T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, there's those two um, buckets, right? So we can, we're, I think we, you know, especially if you've been married five, 10 years, you learn to be that work partner. You keep that professionalism, but you're so right. And Mark and I have found ourselves in that place too. You forget to fill the, the couple bucket, right? You've got to keep that jazz, that excitement. And it's really a habit. Um, and, and the habit is what you do, not just necessarily who it's also who, you know, who we're being and who we are as a couple, but it's, mm-hmm. it's those coffee breaks and those date nights that are so, so important. I love that. Um, talk a little bit. One thing I know about you guys is the culture at your practice living well is so amazing. You, um, I think you've built it's lifetime family care. And you've just, I just get the sense I've met your team and I just get the sense that they're just so jazzed to be there. And I know that comes from the culture that you've built. So talk about your vision uh, for your practice. What's your, what's your culture's like and how you bring new team members into that culture and get them up to speed. Oh my gosh. Great question. This is another one of my passions is building a great, remarkable team. Uh, One thing that we are so proud of, proud about here at Living Well is that we have longevity of team members. And we get comments about that nonstop, especially in this day and age where everyone's turning over, everybody's leaving their jobs, looking for something easier, better, working from home. Just the culture of work right now is very weird, as we can all attest to. So when our patients come in and continually see the exact same people that they've seen the past six years, they just, I think it speaks volumes to us as a culture and as a business. And I am very, very, very um, serious about that. So I love to keep my team happy. Uh, But at the same time, I also know when it's time to let a team member go too. So I'm not going to keep people on just because they're happy. They have to be, you know, the get it, want it capacity to do it. We are uh, very big on as well. But as far as our culture at Living Well goes, we are, so just to be, I'm just going to share this as well. We are 100% cash-based practice. So we do, uh, of course, take Medicare patients, but we still are non-participating with Medicare. So we still collect at the desk uh, and then send those out later. So our our business is uh, very much a lifetime family wellness care practice. We strive to get full families under care. um, And we are a big on training. So we train with our staff twice a week, every week, and down to the little details all the time. my mentor has always been Dr. Stephen Franson. And he always said, you know, we see patients between trainings because that's how important trainings are. And we've let that slip here and there. And it's such a difference when we bring it back and we're like, why did we ever stop our trainings? So I think another thing that makes our culture um, so, I guess, sound is that we are constantly training. And that comes down to our processes, our procedures, mm-hmm. our scripts, all of it. 
That's so good. Yeah. I mean, when your employees know what's expected of them, those expectations, right? They, they can just go out there and do what they do best. Um, love that. Um, Lynn, so do you love- mind if I talk a little bit about our hiring process too? Please do. I, I think Please this do. is another yes. thing. What is that key to like keeping people forever? You know, like give us some of your, share some of your secrets to that. Sure. So I think the most important thing is how we hire. Uh, we're very slow to hire. Most people, by the time they get through, are like, wow, I've never been through any hiring process like that. And it's almost funny, but it's like, we take it really seriously. So I'm going to just step-by-step say how we do this. So it always starts off with ads on Indeed, Facebook, LinkedIn, and then we collect all those resumes. We typically get 200 plus resumes for positions we put open for, um, you know, CAs. And the first thing that we always do is if they don't submit a cover letter, they're automatically out because it says in bold italicized letters to submit a cover letter with your resume, explaining why you'd be the perfect fit for the position. So we're really big on if you can't follow directions from the start, you're not moving forward in the process. Secondly, we do, um, once they submit both of those, if they pass, we send them a questionnaire that says, tell us your two biggest takeaways since COVID, because we want to know if people are talking about, um, oh, I was so scared, or I was, I'm so thankful for the vaccine, that sort of thing, obviously not going to be a great fit for living well. (laughs) And then uh, (laughs) we also ask them, uh, what if? What's your dream job and why? We just want to know more about them. And then in that sec- in that email, we also have a link for the 16 personalities uh, questionnaire that we are allowed to do before you hire somebody because different roles in the practice are going to require different personalities, right? You don't want an entertainer to be your back office CA. Um, so that's really important to us as well. And then if they fit the prototype for that and they pass the questions, then we do a phone interview we try to catch them on the spot and they'll do it right then and there. If they don't answer, we leave a very specific uh, request on the voicemail of what time to call us back and what to say when they call. So again, seeing if they can follow simple tasks. And then if they pass the phone interview, we bring them in for a personal interview. UAC members rely on innovative and rock solid practice solutions, especially when it comes to EHRs, practice management and billing. This is why UAC recommends and stands behind Genesis Chiropractic Software. Genesis is a best-in-class, all-in-one chiropractic practice management system that has you covered from patient scheduling to documentation and all the way through billing. Genesis uses the power of AI to find work in the system and automatically assign that work to the right person, preventing tasks from falling through the cracks. Thousands of high volume practices rely on Genesis every day to successfully grow and maintain their practices. Additionally, they integrate with most of your favorite marketing, scheduling, and payment solutions. Schedule a demo of Genesis today by visiting www.genesischiropracticsoftware.com. Be sure to mention UAC. Um, At that point, if they pass that, we call references. (laughs) And then at the end of that, we would take them out with their spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend um, to dinner or coffee because we want to meet their other half to make sure they're going to fit into our culture as well and that they're going to be supportive of that person's role in our practice. And then at the end of all of that is where we would uh, offer the position. So it can take a little bit of time, but it's really uh, easy to find the people that are a hell no 
or a hell yeah when you do when you do it that way. So it's my favorite way to hire. Boom. That's awesome. That I, is uh, awesome. Process for sure. Yeah. Definitely like a good definition of like hiring, hiring slow and taking the time so you get that right person, right? What were you gonna say, yeah. Lynn? No, I was just gonna say we do the phone interview, we do the um meeting in person and the the PDP is what we use. But I love your additions to submitting the cover letter, right? So that, that process is so much more about getting rid of who we don't want. Um, because in the faster we do that, then the the quicker we're going to find the one we do want. So I love that. And taking the other half out, out to lunch. Genius. I love that. I wrote Thank a bunch you. of notes here. So let's awesome. <laughs> a little bit because I really, I mean, that women's retreat was one of the time. I mean, you've been a member for three years, but I really find that um, the women that I've grown the closest to, I think we've spent that time together there and, and in other events, but I really feel like I got to know you in that first event in Sedona. And Thanks. one of the things that I'll never forget is that um, after, you know, we did a strength finders session or whatever. And after we were done, you, you came up to me personally, you've done this twice at least that I can remember. And I probably even more, and I have a suspicion you do this for other people, but you're such a natural encourager. Like, I feel like one of your superpowers is that you see somebody's unique strengths and then you just, you are so giving with sharing that with them. Talk about how you do that with your team, your kids, because, you know, that obviously comes naturally to you. Talk, Talk about that. Oh, thank you, Lynn. It's, I don't realize I do that as much. So that feels good to hear. I think the reason I love doing that is because my love language is words of affirmation. So I love when people tell me thank you or that I did a good job or, you know, just give me verbal feedback or written. I love that. So I then I pour that out, obviously, because it's easy. And then my number one strength is communication. And so I also love to communicate with people. So it's funny because I don't even realize I do that, but I also want people to know when what they said helped me, right? Because I know what it's like to be in the front of a crowd sharing information, much like we are right now, and hoping that I'm providing value to somebody. And when somebody comes up to you afterwards and like breaks it down for how helpful it was or whatever the comment may be, I think that's really important. So I do that with my kids every single day especially if they're involved in sports, like after a game and I coach too. So this comes naturally to me, but instead of, you know, going straight to, oh, you didn't, why'd you miss that layup or, you know, what they could have done better. I try really hard to speak into the positives first. And we do that in the clinic as well. So every 45 days, we have what we call a meetup with every single employee. And we sit down with just a little one, one pager. So At the top, I have things you've done well or things that require praise. And then in the middle, if there's things that they need to work on or things that I've noticed are slipping, I share that afterwards. So I always try to start with the positive first. I think those 45-day meetups in the clinic have been a game changer because we always try to do it outside of the, the clinic walls. We do a lot of our quarterly reviews in here, but I feel like when I can get my staff out of here and just catch up on their life, it's easier for them to, I guess, connect with me as a person and respect me as not just their boss and their doctor, but just a human being. So I think that's important too. So good. I um, would love to, I always ask this question with mamas that are balancing work and life and being moms. Like, 
what do you feel like is kind of your secret to like make it feel good and that you don't feel out of balance or like, do you, you know, I love to yeah. hear that. Cause I always feel like you're, you've always got like that expression of like, okay, like you've got a lot of this stuff together. So I'd love to hear what you feel like you do. That's like really successful for you. Oh man, this one's hard. <laughs> it's so uh, hard. Yeah. Balance is bullshit, right? So, yeah. uh, really. <laughs> agreed, agreed. I feel that uh, way too. <laughs> yeah. So for me, our biggest, uh, the biggest help for me personally as a mom has been honestly hiring help in the house. We have uh, a nanny, her name's Sherry, and she is a lifesaver to us. She is like uh, an extra grandparent. And she loves my kids and my kids love her. And I feel like I'm not in my kids' lives any less than I would be if we didn't have her, but I get more quality time with them because, you know, the the drives to and from school aren't really when I get the quality time with my kiddos. So for me as a mom, that was hard to let go of. And I think if there's any other young moms listening, my kids are eight and 10, um, Nora and Quinn. And the phase of life that I'm in, we see a lot of bombardment, right, on social media right now about how the best moms stay home and the best moms homeschool and the best moms, uh, you know, only feed organic and breastfeed until you're two plus and all of these things, much of which I believe. However, there's a piece of me that feels like my purpose in this world is to also be a chiropractor, right? And so I had to have these slip and check moments where I made sure, am I doing what I'm called to do right now? And for me, uh, I think it's more important that I'm more involved and freed up in my time when my kids are seventh grade beyond so I can be at all of their big sporting events, you know, the ones that really matter, the ones that they're starting to actually get skills and and learn what, they, what they're going to be good at. And when my kids were the ages of zero to five, I didn't miss anything important. You know, they went to daycare, home daycares after they stopped coming to the clinic with me. But those years of their life um, weren't as important for me to be at every piece of. So I would say as advice from a mom is do what feels right to you, right? Maybe, maybe those younger years are the most important years for you to be pouring into your kids and maybe it's not, and there's no right or wrong way, I think is the most important thing. And don't feel judged if you do it differently than your best friend. I, I love that reminder. And honestly, as women, we need to remember that if, and as people, if we're not living our surface, then we are not showing our kids exactly what it means to go out and, you know, right. bring value to the world. And for some people it's staying home. Like I, like, I love that. And I respect your, whoever wants to do that. I respect that wholly. Um, but they need, you know, that respect needs to be to both ways. So I love that. Um, I also love your message of just, you know, who, who, not how kind of thing at this stage in our life, would you agree? It's the people that we partner with, that we collaborate with, that are the game changers at this level. It's not the, we've, we've got the, right, we're all operating at a pretty high level. So it's who can we bring into our life? So this, this um, you know, house manager or what have you that you work with, right? It allows yes. you, frees you up to be with your kids and just be a mom instead of having to do totally the mundane things or the, you know, the, yeah, the stuff that's got to get done. So I love that. Um, right. Right. Stuff. I, think it, I think it also gives you up? like that. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think it also just gives you that opportunity to like 
almost have your cake and eat it too, right? Like, I think that that makes such a huge difference. Like you can totally do both. And like you said, I mean, balance is bullshit. It's not gonna be perfect ever, but feel good as a parent, feel good in the office, feel good as like a chiropractor. I think it's so important. I think it's so cool to see people that know they can do both. You know, I think that's like such an awesome, it's an awesome trait. Heather, having you today, it's been so awesome. We are really great. It's been really great. Any closing thoughts specifically just on UAC? If anybody's out there thinking about becoming a member of UAC, what would you tell them? Yeah, I would say work hard. I would say get to the place where you can be invited to come to the UAC <laughs> because at that point, you're you're just going to feel good. You're going to be surrounded by the top top 1% of the profession, truly. And you become like the people you hang out with the most, right? Top five people. So I would say, keep investing in yourself, keep working hard, stay true to your core values, whatever they may be. And honestly, put in the work into your family and your faith, if you are religious first, and then let everything else follow. So good. Thank I you so her. much, Heather. You Give did amazing, Heather. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, ladies. <laughs>